G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Right now, we're going to talk some EPL, some football. It's been a very strange start to the EPL with favourites like Chelsea, Manchester United, Liverpool, all sitting outside the top four. We have a long way to go, though, and join us now is a well-respected football writer, Alex Keeble, who has been following all the action with a close eye. Morning, Alex. Appreciate you coming on the show, mate. Morning. Thanks for having me. No worries. Hey, a uh, bit of normality has come back to the EPL with the big clubs <laughs> getting back to winning circles. you got Liverpool, well, 9-0, nearly chasing down the record of 10 you got United, yeah. my United, with a just a humble 1-0 win. We'll take that. Chelsea, they're all back, mate. So some normality to be coming back. Were you expecting a slow start from these teams? No, I don't think anyone was quite expecting a slow start. I mean, I think with the World Cup mm. coming up uh, in winter, we thought it might slow down in the middle. It might slow down just after. But for that reason, really, I thought, well, they'd, they'd want to get off to as fast a start as possible. And, yeah, it's taken... I think this is the first weekend, isn't it, when all six of them have, have won. Mm. Yeah, so it's the first weekend since we've seen the, the big six getting back to, well, just normalising the, the leaderboard. You know, you're mm. not used to seeing Chelsea or, or, or Liverpool and Manchester United at the bottle in relegation zone, so they're back up. But Liverpool, Bournemouth, mate. Oh, you tend to feel for them. It was always going to happen when they're up <laughs> against a, a Liverpool side that is hurting and to yeah. be pumped 9-0... That's a that's a pretty classy performance from Liverpool. It was. I think it's it crashing back down to earth for Bournemouth. I think beating Villa on the first game of the season was a bit of a red herring in the end. I mean, Gerrard's struggling so much. It looks like Bournemouth are really going to have a tough season. Um, yeah, it was it was brilliant performance in Liverpool, of course. I mean, I think their XG mm. for the game was about 4.86, for, well, 4.8, 4.9, depending on you know whose numbers you read. So obviously it wasn't, I think no 9 nil is ever quite a 9 nil. how it plays out. You have to have a lot of luck in there too. But yeah, I mean, I think it was great to have Milner, uh, sorry, uh, Firmino back on form. He's been poor for a while now. And of course, he was scoring with much every touch he had. Uh, that's important for them, I think, especially with Nuno taking time to settle. Um, I also think it was important that Milner wasn't playing, actually. I think he's been a real weak link recently. Uh, he's a bit too old for that box-to-box uh, box role um, for me. So, yeah. Can you believe Mo Salah? Can you believe Mo Salah wasn't even on the screen? I know, he's captain of my (laughs) FPL team as well. I I can't believe it. Uh, Two really big meetings from him as well, wasn't it? So it really could have been 10. It's it's a bit of a a hoodoo, really, isn't there, in the Premier League? There's no one can get past nine. It seems like that's just uh, the the ceiling, it would seem. They need Martin O'Fire, mate. He got past nine. He got 10 tries against us one day. Hey... Elin Harlan showed up once again. How special do you think he will be? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's six goals in four games, and I don't even think he's been as good as he can be. You know, he's, he's coming in and out of matches. I know he's not the kind of player that, that does get heavily involved uh, in games. I know that's kind of one of the things that people worried about with him and a Guardiola team. But even in the way that he does normally play, I think he's 
at about seven, eight out of ten at the moment. You know, I've seen him do a lot mm. more for Dortmund. So yeah, it's absolutely frightening. That third goal in particular. I mean, he plays like you know he's he's playing against five year olds, like an adult against kids. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. The, the, the effortless strength, the way he just clipped into the bottom corner. <laughs> It's really scary. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to get close to City this year. Mate, what, how's he been taken to over in, in the EPL, mate? Obviously, you have a huge fan following, and he is probably is he the biggest name in, in the EPL at the moment. And I watched that game, and you you're right. Like the the way he scored that goal, he pretty much just manhandled the defender and then just got in front of him mm. and kicked it into the bottom corner. Like he's a he's a bit of a phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, he's a real superstar, and I think he's probably the first world star that's chosen to go to the Premier League actually. Often these players go to Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern, PSG. So it's quite a coup for the league yeah. to actually have a star on the rise choosing to come to the Premier League. Um, is he the best player in the division? I mean, I think there's a good chance he'll break the goal scoring record this year. And yeah, I, I mean, oh, for that alone, I think you've probably got to say he is. Yeah. Hey, do you think we'll see another title race between Liverpool and City or have Liverpool missed the boat? It's really unlikely. I mean, I think, I, I can't remember where I got this from, unfortunately, but I saw some analysis recently that on average, a league, a league, uh, a league title winner only draws four games in a season. So they've already drawn two in their first three games. Obviously, they've, they've, they've won their fourth, but I mean, they've got so much work to do. I, I would think that actually Spurs and Arsenal are probably in a better position now, especially with, I think they've got 10 or 11 injuries. Liverpool. They're all muscle injuries, which tells you how tired the players are. That's normally a sign they're being overworked. And I think they've got, what, nine, ten games to play in September, as everyone else does. But if they're already starting from that low ebb, already starting with all those injuries, I, I really fear for them that you're going to see more poor performances and poor results around the corner. Oh, kids will be gutted with that. <laughs> they had their chance last year, and, well, <laughs> they fell short. So, anyway, it's my year. It's our year. Do you believe <laughs> Eric Ten Hag can save the Manchester <laughs> United, mate? What do, what, what do you see happening at Manchester, can we get back to the promised land? I mean, where do you start? <laughs> it's a basket case of a club at the moment. I don't think narrowly beating Southampton oh. in the worst game of the weekend is necessarily a win's a win. Mind. Alex, come on. <laughs> a win's a win. Yeah, yeah, a win's a win. A win's a win. And it will just be points on the board at the moment is all that matters. You've got to say that watching that game... <sighs> There wasn't much Ten Hag football being played, was there? It really it's still labouring around the pitch quite a lot. Um, so, yeah, I'm a bit of a pessimist. I mean, I, I really rate Ten Hag, don't get me wrong. I'm just pessimistic about really what can be done for the club in the short term. Yeah. Would they really give Ten Hag long enough to turn this round? Because I think turning around the ship is going to take a couple of years at least, and I don't know how patient they'll be with him. Mm. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but uh, they're, they're surprising everyone at the moment, Alex, with a couple of wins. What about this young Arsenal side? They've got four from four. Do you think they can mm. hold that spot at the top of the league? It's only the third time they've got four wins out of four at the start of the season. The last two were um, in 2003, four, and 2004, five. Obviously, they won the league in one of those years. Um, so it's very rare for them to start this well. I mean, obviously, that momentum is huge. It's not the age that worries me with Arsenal, it's the depth. I mean, even in this game, it got it got hairy at times, and I think that was partly because Tierney just wasn't as good as Zinchenko in that role, almost playing like a central midfielder. That, that he got stuck around him quite a lot. Elneny came in, and I thought it was typical Elneny, very sideways in his passing, it slowed everything down. And that's just a couple of first-teamers, you know, not being available. So I worry about their depth. 
in terms of actually being able to challenge City when you think you know City could change all 11 players next week and, and still win comfortably, you think? Mate, just quickly, I want to ask you about Chelsea. So obviously they went mm-hmm. through what they went through last year with their owners and having to go through the sale and and everything like that. Do you, and at the moment, they're struggling to score goals. They haven't got any strikers. That, that So there have been questions about their transfer window or their, their recruitment uh, ability to recruit players. Where do you see Chelsea at, at the moment? They've obviously won two, lost one. But they've, uh, they've struggled mm-hmm. to score goals. Yeah, they have. Um, well, they don't have any genuine strikers. Like, sorry, go on. They they don't have any genuine striking ability. That that's probably been the the question. You know, they they transfer. Do you see them going out to the market and trying to transfer and and, and tie some quality back to the club? Yeah, I mean, I think I think they will get a Damian done. I think they'll get that over the line. And I know that a lot of people are not very excited about that as a signing. He's not done well at Barca. He was poor towards the end at Arsenal. I think I'm probably one of the few people who thinks it's quite a good signing. Actually, Tuchel really wants this team to be a lot more vertical. He wants them to be playing a lot faster through the lines. And Aubameyang really gives you that. Arteta didn't want that at Arsenal. Barcelona don't, don't want that at all. So he hasn't really fit in for a while at the club he's been at. And I think Tuchel will really like having a player like Aubameyang to run on the shoulder, the last defender, to, to stretch teams vertically, um, give someone from Mount to pass to, for Sterling to, to play off. So I think that will get them in a, a decent position. It's funny that a year ago we thought they could be title challengers and suddenly everyone's writing them off just because well, they've lost Lukaku and gained Sterling. But for me, that's not a, that's not a terrible drop-off, is it? So perhaps we are underestimating them a bit. And if they get Aubameyang in, I think that could be really big for them. Ooh. Hey, Alex, everyone's talking about, always talking about the Chelsea's and the Man City's, the Liverpool's. But one of the teams close, you know, dear to my heart, because um, I played there in Leeds, is, is Leeds United. They've, they've had a couple of good wins mm-hmm. this year. What do, you, what do you think of their season? Are they shaping up that they could hold their spot up there in the middle of the table? Absolutely. Certainly they can hold their spot in the middle in the middle of the table and be kind of among the best of the rest. They're fifth at the moment. I'm not sure about staying fifth, but I've been, I have to say, really surprised by Jesse Marsh. I thought that things really would fall apart after Bielsa, um, simply because they were overachieving so much. It, you know, it was nothing against Marsh himself, but the, the, the level of that squad really was, was largely championship quality until Bielsa lifted them. And I just thought that things would... Uh, would wane, but the new signings have come in and looked really good. I think Marsh has normalised the team a bit. They're not quite as weird <laughs> in how they play. They're still as manic in how they press, and, and the style might kind of look similar, but it's, it's all on a, a bit more of a normal scale. You know, they don't race after the players man for man anymore. They're much more zonal in how they're pressing. So they keep their compression between the lines. They keep their overall shape a lot better than they did under Bielsa. So I think that's looking really good. I mean, they were outplayed by Brighton, but that's no shame in that. Um, Graham Park's doing an incredible job. And I wouldn't be surprised now if they, if they get top half leads. Mm, be interesting. Four games in, and it's an interesting uh, competition already. There's been upsets. We've been the big six down the bottom. They're starting to make their way back up top. But like always, it's a long season to go, and I'm sure <laughs> come the end of the season, the big dogs will be at the top, fighting it out for the for the winner takes all. Appreciate you coming on the show, Alex, and sharing some insight on what's going on in the EPL. And hopefully my Manchester United can get back. But, hey, it's been a horrible time. and Probably not. Anyway, thank you so much, mate. <laughs> Cheers. Anytime. <laughs> Thanks.
There is Alex Keeble just talking about the EPL. Your Leeds United, they're not too bad there, Kempe. Sitting fifth, they won their last two. Hey, eh? they've been pretty yeah, happy. Ah, mm. uh, yeah, well, got to, you know, like, uh, like I said to you guys, you know, spent some time with the Leeds boys when I was playing over there. Not mm. a not a massive city um, when you've got two, a football team and a league team. Um, yeah. And just to see them up there, I don't know whether, like, like Alex said, I don't know whether they can hold that spot, but... It's good to see that they can possibly just stay in and around that mid table, and you know they're real passionate fans. Those those lead fans, I, I know that I know that having been to a few of those games and and seen them, and to see them up there, it's a real funny competition. You know, like you talk about Chelsea, and you know, obviously got Liverpool and Manchester City, and Man U winning a couple. Um, we watched that one last week, which was a good game. Yeah, those those teams, eh? Those names, is he? They just they roll off they roll off your tongue. But then you've got those mm. those ones like Leeds United. It's like, whoa, where'd they come from? Sitting up there, they yeah. should be they should be that far up the table. But you always get some surprises in that competition. I love watching it. Yeah, Brighton, mate, won the won three three in a row. So they're all right. Newcastle winning their last. Well, you got Leicester City. We know that obviously they were, they won the title years ago to upset everyone. Well, they've, they've lost their first three. But keep an eye, mate. That Erling Haaland, eh? He's a freak. And, and the biggest thing, Kez, Kez, you'd be, you know, you'd love this, mate. Kez, Erling Haaland, his input and his ability to add to the EPL. Have you been impressed, mate? I watched that game. He is a physically tall. He reminds me of um, Zelatan Ibrahimovic. Just how big and tall he is, and and physically dominant he is, mate. He's um he's hit the ground running. Six goals in four games. Yeah, nah, so impressed. And I think that uh, that comparison was Latan there. I haven't actually heard that one before, but you're actually quite bang on there. I mean, he's a really tall striker, isn't he? And you can really feel his presence out there on the pitch. The one storyline that I love about that, though, is his dad actually played for Man City. And so there was a bit of banter after that hat-trick on the weekend because he is now the uh, highest-scoring Haaland on Man City. But his dad clapped back and said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm still the highest scoring Haaland in the Premier League but I'm sure uh, like Alex was saying there it's, it's definitely not going to take long at all for him to overtake that that uh, record that his dad set his just uh, it's it's his strength is his best thing and he's just so quick for being how how tall he is he's just he's one of the more mobile strikers in the Premier League and he shouldn't be uh, by any means looking at his uh, frame but yeah like, like you were saying Izzy the way he scored that third goal I just felt so bad for the Palace defender there. He just like he couldn't do anything. He couldn't do anything. He went in with the shoulder, and Harlan just nudged him, and he was gone. You know, so I'm I'm really looking forward to it. But as a Liverpool fan, really felt that pain when Alex said that Seller was his uh, FPL captain. He was mine too, and he didn't manage to get on the score sheet. So currently still sitting eighth in the SCNZ league. But uh, yeah, we'll come back. Come back, season's on. You don't want to peak too early, mate. You don't want to peak too early. Trust me, you'll be all right, Kez. Come later in the year, that's when all the big dogs come out to play. Anyway, that was Alex Kibble talking some EPL, and great to have a catch up. Erling Haaland, superstar of the EPL at the moment. We're going to shoot off, and we're going to come back, and we're going to get off the back fence with Kempe, and no doubt this will be interesting. We've got a few messages to read out as well. And we'll come back to those shortly. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SCNZ. Back with Off the Back Fence with Kempe. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.